In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, Today's reading describes the wedding at Cana, the first of Jesus' seven miracles in the Gospel of John, where Jesus turns water into wine. We correctly use the term miracle, but it's one of those words that has been clouded by many false associations. I prefer the old Armenian word, neshank, which simply means signs. Jesus revealed many signs of the kingdom of God in his life on earth. That word sign takes the emphasis off of the molecular details of what happened and returns it to the grand importance of what it means to be human in a world infused with the hidden spirit of God. C.S. Lewis, as always, put it brilliantly. Miracles are a retelling in small letters of the very same story which is written across the whole world in letters too large for some of us to see. Jesus' sign at Cana retells in a smaller way the great story of Christmas, the revelation of God to the world in Jesus, a totally new way. Let's review the basics of today's gospel reading. If you recall, Jesus and his mother and some of the disciples are invited to a wedding in Cana. All is going well until they run out of wine. This was a big breach of hospitality in those days. Mary thinks her son Jesus can do something about it and tells everyone, do whatever he tells you. Jesus points the servants to six stone water jars that were used for the Jewish rite of purification. And he tells them, fill them up to the brim and miraculously the guests find that the water has been transformed into wine, and delicious wine it is. The vessels Jesus uses for this miracle are the key to unlocking the greater meaning of this sign, the small letter detail that reveals God's great eternal word. Jesus' Hebrew audience would have gotten this immediately. For us, we must explain. Jesus didn't use old wine barrels or stone jars for his transformation. The gospel writer goes out of his way to say that he used the basins for the Jewish rite of purification. These basins allowed the guests to wash themselves and become ritually pure before God and their fellow brothers and sisters. This is what the old law and the old religion mandated that somehow by following these rites of purification, we would be purified, protected from evil, made into something more perfect by our own efforts and devotion. Actually, this is not an old law or religion at all. This is the way we all start off in our religious lives until we discover a new way. We all start off by following the external rules of our ritual before we pay more heed to the inner growth. We all start off in prayer and in worship 
to get good with God, but then we learn to love God for who he is. We all see ourselves as decent people who do decent things before we face the hard truth that out of the crooked timber of humanity no straight thing was ever made. The old way of doing religion is where we all start, but we're not meant to stop there. In this season of theophany and in a new year, we know that our Lord came to show us a new way. By offering the gift of Jesus to the world, God accomplished through his grace what we could never do by our own efforts to be better, purer, more comfortable. Those old jars of purification and perfection can never be filled. They always leave us with an empty feeling that we aren't good enough or judgment that someone else isn't good enough. But if we heed Blessed Mary's advice to all witnesses to the wedding at Cana, do whatever Jesus tells you, we'll find that these empty jars within us can be filled. Not only filled, but as in the wedding of Cana, filled to the very brim. With the coming of Jesus into the world, into this wedding and into our lives, the old religion of self-justification has been transformed into the new religion of God's grace. And the grace of the Holy Spirit fills all voids, all vessels, all souls with sweet, passionate, and intoxicating wine. As with all of Jesus' miracles, the sign at Cana is not one which happened once to people back then. It happens to all people even now. Miracles are retelling in small letters of the story written across the whole world in letters often too large to see. These are signs of God's ongoing action in the world, which is always a transformation much more of people than of water and wine and other things. Today, let us reflect on this sign and take an honest look at that part of each of us that worships and believes in God in order to purify and justify ourselves in God's eyes, in our own eyes, in the eyes of those around us. We all have those old jars within us and it's part of who we are. But today Jesus gives us a powerful sign and a powerful choice in our lives. Do we believe in a God of our own making of rules and judgments that when the party is over we're left feeling empty? Or do we believe in a God whose love transform everything it touches? That when the party is over, we are filled to the brim with the sweet taste of his Holy Spirit, now and always, and unto the ages of ages. Amen.